WCA Movie Gauntlet, an episode dedicated to all things cinematic from the year 2012. I'm Rashawn, and I'm here with Mella, Josh, and Lacey. Thank you all so much for being here. Thank you for pressing play. As always, we appreciate your engagement and you being here with us. Find us on the socials at Cinephile Attack. Find us on any podcast platform. Thank you for being here today. and any other episode before and after. We love you guys. Today is another Gauntlet episode. Um, We got some really great feedback about the last episode we did, and we had fun, and maybe not so much fun, but we're doing it again. (laughs) But today is better because we have a very, very special person here with us. This is a long time coming. She is a great friend of the pod and a great friend IRL. So please welcome to the pod. Bria. Woo! Yay! (laughs) Hey, everybody. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm happy to be here. Super excited to, you know, have a little gauntlet with my besties. Yes. You get to see the the chaos up close and personal today, Bria. Yeah, I'm BTS. Like, I'm behind the scenes, mm-hmm. knowing the trade secrets. She's got access to the spread. Like, she's in there, y'all. <laughs> Just sabotage the future episodes. <laughs> I don't want to see this movie. I want to... <laughs> you don't know what you guys are doing next, so... <laughs> 2024 belongs to Bria's spreadsheet. <laughs> So talk to us. We we know you, uh, and I'm sure people out there listening today know you as well. But for the people who don't know what the world, according to Bria, is, let us in. Tell us who you are, what you do. Um. Yeah, so mostly I do photography. I write cookbooks, um, mostly air fryer based. I do a little influencing. It's Christmas, so I can say I'm a very good gift giver. Mm-hmm. I have a dog. <laughs> I have a dog. Um, yeah, I live in Pasadena, loving that LA lifestyle. You know, you are also, if I may, like a true fitness inspo. Like, yeah. she is always in the gym, working out, being healthy, and it no. is super inspiring. So you should absolutely follow her. One day you'll see me there. Not tomorrow, but one day. <laughs> Not today. <laughs> Now the next day. <laughs> I will say too, Bria stays up in those theater seats, dude. Yes. A hundred percent. With a burrito. Wearing out the AMC A listed. <laughs> as as she should. Yeah, I will be getting my my twenty-four ninety-nine dollars worth <laughs> with my snuck in burrito from Chipotle. hundred <laughs> percent. Awesome. We are so happy to have you here. And I think this is gonna be a very, very memorable episode because you are here. So I'm excited. Uh, what we do every time we have a new guest on the on the show who's never been here with us, they've hopefully listened to episodes in the past and might have had things that they kept 
locked in their mind or kept on their heart. So we give our new guest an opportunity to pick a bone. So if there is something that you need to get off your cinematic chest, Bria, now's the time. Yeah, there's a, a small bone. It's not big. But you guys last year did a heroes and villains list for like separately, I remember. And mm-hmm. it was voted not to put Voldemort on that list. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So you can bring that up with the veterans. That- I don't even remember <laughs> talking about him. So. Oh, they, they were, he was talked about. <laughs> and he was promptly voted out. Like, I don't want to have to drop the stats, but he he's the ultimate villain. What was the voting split? Where was it? Um, He was immediately voted out, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, oh, Voldemort? Don't need him. Mm-mm. Let's talk about Cruella. I was like, wait a minute. Let's go back to Voldemort. <laughs> <laughs> What's next? You're going to tell me your favorite pizza topping is cheese? Like... Who cares? It's actually pepperoni, which is only one second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I stand by it. Snore zone, dude. I am so sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. Well, how, Rashawn, how did you vote for that? To be honest, I do not remember. That was a chaotic <laughs> episode. It was. <laughs> I feel like I brought him. Oh, I'm sure you did. I'm like more than positive. Yeah, you you did. So, I mean... That's that's back when Mel was really trying to play the field and not and not yeah not like the the people in the Zoom. <laughs> I was just like yeah villain. They're like fuck no. Get that snaky guy out of here. Okay, I'm sorry about that. Uh, we will try to try to write that wrong during this episode. I won't. I'm gonna remember that. Just know I will remember in this gauntlet what happened. Ooh. Did any of the Harry Potters come out in this year? (laughs) (laughs) So today we will be heading into the arena to battle it out over the best of what 2012 had to offer in the world of film. Many champions will enter, but ultimately only one list will emerge victorious. So before we get into any time capsules, our guest chose the year for this episode. So Bria, I want to ask you, what was it about 2012 that appealed to you why did you make this choice it's a choice that I remember like very vividly it was the start of my senior year of high school so Uh it was when me like me and my friends could really like go to the movies like by ourselves like we can go see rated r movies like you don't have Mm. to be carded or without like an adult so it's a year that I remember I was at the movies constantly with my best friend and it was like a year of like very very big releases that we were like back then you had to stand in the line for like you didn't you didn't Mm -hmm. get to pick your seat online like you had to be first in line to get the seat you wanted so we would be at the movie theaters hours beforehand standing in line to see like Mm -hmm. specific releases like i remember going to the movies on christmas day like picking out my movie outfit like so i was i was oh yeah i was very big at the movies that year and it was just a very good year i remember it being so that's why i picked this one brie aren't aren't you from at some point in your life didn't you live in alaska yes all almost all of my life i lived in alaska (laughs) As, as another cold weather person my 
Towns Movie Theater had enough room in the lobby for about five people, then if that line snaked out, you're outside, baby. So if you don't get there right away, good luck. Yeah. You're in the cold. Sorry. No, my theater was actually very big. Um, so our lobby was huge, but That's like nice. we we would line up outside the door of the like theater. We would watch people like coming and going all day at like whatever movie they were there to see. Like four hours go by, like you see all kinds of different people come out the theater. So that's risky because yeah. then you run the risk of I, hearing spoiler talk. That's true, but I'm I'm listening for spoiler talk actually. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm ear hustling. Like, let me know what happened. <laughs> Darth Vader was who? <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally me. Run that back. What about my co-host? How was 2012 for you guys? 2012 was when I graduated the college that we all went to, minus Bria. Even though I went to an acting school, I still was slightly in my movie bag. Like I'm not. I wasn't like I was like in toes, not like full like head to toe as I am now. I think it was a good year. I don't remember much. It was tricky for us because the closest movie theater to our college was the Cinerama Dome. Right. So for mm-hmm. broke ass college students, we couldn't like hop over to the AMC for a matinee. No. We'd have to like take the train somewhere. Yeah. yeah. So like it was a little different until we graduated. Yeah, I think we were I was watching a lot of I know at school they would do like the Oscar picks. And mm-hmm. it would be in like a theater at school. So that's how I would watch it because $25 for a ticket was not happening from me, baby. Not <laughs> happening. I do remember the the Lemley. We moved to North Hollywood after graduation. And this is the opening of, of the Lemley movie theater. Mm-hmm. So a very specific movie with Josh here, uh, the summer of 2012. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, I remember... Well, I was like out in the workforce, so I was like, "Ooh, I can buy movie tickets!" Like <laughs> nobody's business. <laughs> Has it changed a bit? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> still hasn't. <laughs> I think I was like still very much in party mode. I was not trying to go to work. Please. <laughs> uh, I had just moved back to California in 2012. I remember this being a great uh, movie date year because Josh and I were finally done being long distance after a year. So we got to do a lot of a lot of theater movie dates and catch up in that way. Because the last gauntlet I mentioned Y2K, so I'd be remiss if I didn't bring it up this year. How many of you were... Ten toes down for the Mayan calendar apocalypse, like I was. I remember this. No, 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 no. <laughs> I was hoping for it. <clears throat> I was hoping for. <laughs> end it. End it all. Send the asteroid. <laughs> it's over, guys. I was deep into that rabbit hole, dude. All all day online. You were waiting for it to happen, or. <laughs> No, I was, first I was really scared. I was really worried. But then I, I started actually looking into it objectively. And back when the Mayans were making their calendar, they didn't have the same days and months that we did. So like their calendar actually had ended like years ago. <laughs> like, so, oh, so we were late. Yeah, we were late. <laughs> but 
people yeah. like oh yeah right yeah i remember thinking like there was no specific time period so it was like is it the beginning of 2012 mm. do i have to wait till christmas like it was what? december <laughs> it was december okay that's what that's what they had yeah. uh figured out whoever the fuck day is <laughs> Mm-hmm. I remember thinking like, okay, it needs to happen before I graduate because I'm not. If I don't have to do more school, like, let's just get it over with, right? <laughs> right like, <laughs> if I make it right, I right at graduation. Yeah, hat up, <laughs> done. <laughs> done. Blackout. <laughs> like, All right, yep. are y'all kidding me? <laughs> okay, so let's jump into the time capsule. The year 2012 movie tickets cost eight dollars and twenty cents. On average, mm. the highest-grossing movie of the year was *The Avengers*, which made 1.5 billion dollars worldwide. Insane. The Best Picture Oscar went to *Argo*, and Ang Lee won his second Oscar for Best Director. What a joke! Hmm. We're not in the arena yet. Okay. <laughs> Barack Obama won his second term in the presidency. The 2012 Olympics were held in London in the summertime. Opening ceremony directed by Danny Boyle, which is really great. Wild. Adele's 21 was pretty huge, yeah, 2012. And Bonnie Vare won Best New Artist. Mm-hmm. We did lose a couple of really iconic titans. Whitney Houston, Etta James, Dick Clark, Donna Summer. Damn. That's a big It's a lot. That was tough. This is a rough year. Damn. But we we gained a future Titan in Blue Ivy. She was born in 2012. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, God. Balance. The Lord is about balance. Whitney reincarnated. Exactly. (laughs) And then also in 2012 was the year that Lucasfilms was acquired by Walt Disney, which is changed everything up until current events as far as Star Wars goes. Um, new trilogies, TV shows, what have you. So that was a pretty big change in the entertainment industry. Cool. So we will, the five of us movie lovers, be speed drafting one single best of list for the film year of 2012, after which we will spend the rest of the time on the clock fighting to get our choices on the list in what we call the movie gauntlet. Mm. There are 15 categories to draft, and they are director, Drama, comedy, action, horror, thriller, franchise entry, animation, wild card, actor, actress, supporting actor, supporting actress, screenplay, and one below the line category. But since there are five of us, I will be changing the time to 40 minutes as opposed to the previous 30. The timer will start at the top of the draft. We will randomly select the order for the draft. And then this time, we will reselect the order for the gauntlet. So that will change. Can we get a quick refresher on in terms of movie per gauntlet? If it's eliminated, what can come back? Da, 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 da. Yes. Also, can we say what below the line means? Yes. Below the line. <laughs> for, for the listeners. For, for the, the listeners. listeners, for the listeners, Bria knows her shit. Yeah. yeah. Below the line would refer to anything below the major categories, which would be directing, acting, and give or take screenplay. So that's cinematography, production design, composing, editing, 
visual effects, costume design, Costumes, makeup, original song, what have you. Great. I'm glad everybody else knows that now. Yes. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) So a few rules, as they were, for when something's eliminated from the round. I will say all of the genres, drama, comedy, action, horror, thriller, franchise entry, animation, wildcard, a movie cannot be replicated. And I will say in the acting categories, screenplay, blow the line, and director, there can be no repeats. So say if you draft the social network and director cannot also draft Andrew Garfield and supporting actor. Aaron Sorkin cannot be brought up for screenplay. And if you bring up scream and horror, it cannot also go in comedy or wild card. Cool. Mm -hmm. But if it's eliminated from one, it can still, I can so say, say scream gets eliminated. I could still, if I want to bring in Matthew Lillard for supporting actor. Correct. Okay. Yes. But once the choice is eliminated from that group of genre, it cannot come back at all. Uh-oh. Cool? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Any other questions? That, that, that makes things dicey because it's like, do I want to risk throwing it up there right away with the solid chance that it gets eliminated? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so we immediately speed draft together this one list. Going into Gauntlet, you pick a category, you challenge the reigning choice holder in the arena, debate, navigate, convince, and then we let the votes decide the winner. With five cinephiles on the mic, there will be no tiebreakers necessary this episode. Hallelujah. Since there are no tiebreakers, we will also not be pausing. Perfect. Fuck. (laughs) Which means this 40 40 minutes is going to go by very quickly. Yeah. You can pass if you like to. But at least every cinephile does need to make an initial challenge. So at Mm -hmm. least one. If you want to pass after that, that is entirely up to you. Okay. I'm sweating. Our draft order is... Thanks to... (laughs) Random.org. Come on, Random. Sponsor us. Our draft order as it stands is Bria, Lacey, (gasps) Mella, Josh, and myself. That sucks. Okay. Come on, random.org. Yeah, it does. It sucks a lot. So, when do we do this? Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. Gonna find you and take it slowly. Ready or not, here I come, you can't hide. Gonna find you and make you one. It all depends. When do you want to die? The gauntlet starts. Oh my God. Are you ready? (laughs) Before I press start. (laughs) 40 minutes on the clock. 15 categories, 5 cinephiles. <laughs> the gauntlet starts now. Okay, I'll take the Hunger Games and franchise entry. Shit! <laughs> Animation, Paranorman. Below the line category, best original song, Skyfall by Adele. Let's go. 
Uh, me turn? Me turn? Your turn. Uh, uh, actor, uh, Denzel in Flight. Actress, Marion Cotillard in Rustin Bone. Ooh. And in drama, uh, The Master. Oh. Um, wild Card, Chronicle. Okay. Um, supporting actor, Tom Cruise as Stacey Jackson, Rocks of Ages. I'm going to... No, Mella! Snap. I'm going to snap! <laughs> Screenplay, Francis Ha by Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig. Uh, I'll take comedy, uh, Think Like a Man. Uh. Hey, it's, you're up again. Oh, wait, I'm up I'm up again? Oh, shit. Um, uh, action, I'll do uh, The Raid Redemption. Okay, please. Sporting actress is Zoe Kazan in Ruby Sparks. <laughs> Fuck, what haven't we done? A spreadsheet. <laughs> okay, okay. Horror, uh, thriller. Horror, I'm gonna go Cabin in the Woods. Uh, me? Director, Ben Affleck for Argo. <laughs> Sorry. That is surprising. Uh, there's only thriller left, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Uh, thriller, I will take... Fuck! <laughs> Fuck! Uh, Haywire. Who? Haywire. Who? Hush. <laughs> I got some problems with this list, bitch. <laughs> that was much smoother than 1999, I will say. That. Yes, it was. <laughs> the draft list as it stands. Before we jump into the gauntlet, best director, Ben Affleck, Argo. Drama is the master. Comedy, think like a man. Action, Raid, Redemption. Horror, The Cabin in the Woods. Thriller, Haywire. Franchise Entry, The Hunger Games. Animation, Paranorman. Wildcard, Chronicle. Actor, Denzel Washington in Flight. Actress, Marion Cotillard in Rest and Bone. Supporting actor, Tom Cruise in Rock of Ages. Supporting actress, Zoe Kazan in Ruby Sparks. Screenplays, Francis Ha, Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig. And Below the Line is Skyfall by Adele for Skyfall. The new order going into the gauntlet is Mela, no. myself, Bria, <laughs> Lacey, and Josh. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Mela, you're up for your first challenge. The clock is back on. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. <laughs> it's so rare to see Mela stressed. This is so great. Um, actor, I'm gonna bring in Josh. Me? Yes. <laughs> you have Denzel, and I would like to bring in Jamie Foxx for Django. Okay. Denzel Washington in Flight versus Jamie Foxx in Django Unchained. Yes, I understand it's Denzel and he can like almost do no wrong, but I think Jamie Foxx is unbelievable in Django. I think it's also hard to argue that Jamie Foxx is not good in anything, but he's absolutely incredible in this. He toes the line between that Quentin Tarantino kind of the uh, black doll comedy 
mixed with like being incredibly stoic the whole movie and the only time he breaks is for Broomhilda. Um I, that's that's my argument. <laughs> I mean, Denzel in flight has to manage uh, uh has to do some pretty morally gray shit, but you have to still root for him. Uh I'm sorry, I'm it's really throwing me off that uh, my camera's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh I I think he has to walk this tightrope of of drama and tension and likability that really only someone like uh, Denzel can. Um, I think the proof is in the pudding. Have you seen Flight Mel? I have with his little, his little nips, his little vodka nips. <laughs> <laughs> I have seen Flight, baby. Thank you for making my argument for for me, ladies and gentlemen. His little nips. <laughs> All right, uh, vote time. Oh, uh, I I vote Denzel. I vote Jamie Fox. I vote Denzel. Oh, fuck. I vote Jamie Fox. Lacey. Oh, no. Lacey. Yes. I vote Denzel. Let's go, oh, baby. Fuck. Stop this black on black violence. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to be like this. Finish her. Uh, I would like to take. Uh, I'm sorry, Josh. I know you just got out, but can I? He's I'm fine. not even going to untape my knuckles. Let's keep it going. Oh, I'm going to bring in director. Okay, let's go. I would like to take uh, Josh to the gauntlet for director. and my cho- I knew it. My choice is Ben Zietland for Beast of the Southern Wild. Oh, ah, hi, so- oh. Everyone's choosing choices. Oh. <laughs> ben, ben Affleck for Argo, Argo versus Ben Zietland for Beast of the, the Southern, Southern Wild. Wild. I, I love Ben Affleck. I think he's a fantastic director, but I think his strength lies in uh, his roots. And I think Argo kind of strips him of that. And I think and when he's in the town and Gone Baby Gone, he really infuses these characters and makes them real life people. It's kind of a little bit more Oscar bait to me. Uh, not that it's not great, but I think what Ben Zaitlin does uh, with the backdrop of Katrina and using... Uh, Quivin Janae Wallace's incredible performance in Beasts of the Southern Wild, he imbues this fantasy with real-life tragedy and also gives us this really fantastical, beautiful score while writing it and directing it and creating one of the most beautiful, tragic movies and father-daughter relationships on film. Uh, ben Affleck, the goat. Uh, his, his, I say his strength is is managing cast. You could give Ben Affleck 30 A-listers in one movie, and they would all come out uh, with equal phenomenal performances, and Argo is no different with him, Cranston, Arkin, Goodman, uh, Garber. Uh, the town, or I mean, the town, the town fucking rolls too. Let's not be, let's not kid ourselves. Yep, yep. But, uh, he wants but, the town on here too. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, I will say with Argo, um, it won 
Best Picture at the Academy Awards. So, now what? He wasn't even nominated for Best Director. That's politics, baby. That's just politics. And are we going to bring politics? Uh, do you like the Oscars this- or not? Because you're bring politics using the win into this pod. What does that mean? I vote for for Ben Affleck. <laughs> <laughs> My vote is for Ben. What did you I say? I said, are we going to bring Oscar politics into this pod? I don't think so. My vote is for Ben Affleck. You can't use the Os- you can't use the Oscars as your argument for one and not the other. If they nom- if he won Best Picture, but he wasn't worthy of Best Director nomination, which Ben Zietlin was, then I think the proof is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding that Ben Affleck directed a, a Best Picture winning movie. So now what? Everyone's in the pudding uh. today. <laughs> <laughs> I love I love Ben Affleck. I think Ben did a, a better job with this film. Ben Affleck? Ben Zeeland. <laughs> if I hear if I hear any of you say my votes for Ben to avoid uh getting attacked, I'm gonna snap. <laughs> my votes for Affleck. I would vote for Beasts of the Southern Wild. I also vote for Beasts of the Southern Wild. Oh, my wife. <laughs> oh, I'm torn i i'm gonna go argo here we go damn it bria i'm torn bella i'm going for beasts yes yes we need josh's video back we do (laughs) my sweet boston prince i'm so sorry (laughs) finish him It's collusion going on. Cahoots and collusion. Sometimes you gotta do it. Okay. (laughs) All right, Bria. Um, I'm bringing drama. The master. I don't know who picked that though. I did. Oh, my friend. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I don't know if we are today. What do you want? (laughs) To to the gauntlet. Um, I would like to bring Silver Linings Playbook instead actually okay silver lining's playbook versus the master yeah and i just felt like it was a very huge film at the time for speaking on like openly about mental health and normalizing what mental health can look like for some people um obviously you had Bradley Cooper and Jennifer Lawrence who had like a kick-ass 2012 in general but it was nice to see them in more smaller quiet type roles than they were kind of usually were known for at that time like she was like doing Hunger Games and he was doing like The Hangover so it was nice to see them in new roles and the film just turned out to be so amazing and the family dynamics that were involved I think a lot of people just felt those on like different levels i agree with every single thing you just said bria but i think this is a romantic comedy with very serious and very human moments in between but i think the way it handles the mental health issues i think the way it handles its romance and the way it handles its two characters darkness is much more along the lines of a dark comedy with a little bit of drama um, having said that, I think the master is PTA at the top of his game 
with three absolutely undeniable career best performances. You have PCH, PSH, <laughs> on the PCH. Um, skirt! Skirt! For the master. Uh, you have Philip Seymour Hoffman and Joaquin sparring for two and a half hours, doing some of the best. The the uh, conditioning scene is just so incredibly done. Amy Adams on the fringes of the movie, doing this Lady Macbeth, really terrifying performance. And you get Jesse Plemons, you get Laura Dern. It's just he's elevated to another level. I think when PTA is at the peak of his talent, he's untouchable. And I think this is through and through a drama. Um, yeah. And who's brave enough to talk about Scientology? PTA. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Drag him. <laughs> okay, let's put this to a vote. You do vote for yours, yeah? I vote for the master, yes. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm going Silver Linings. I'm the master. I fucking love it. Silver Linings is great, but I fucking love the master. I also vote for the master. Silver Linings. Wow. <sighs> it's just us against the wall, Mello. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Argue with it. <laughs> <laughs> Finish her. Uh, Lacey, you're up. Oh, no. Um. Let's do. Let's do. Uh. Mella, come on. No, no, no. Bria, come on back in here for that wild card. Wild card? (sighs) I don't do wild Mm. card. Wild card's me. Josh, what did you do? Josh, come in here with that wild card. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) What are you bringing? Uh, I would like to submit Ernest and Celestine for our wild card movie. But of course. I don't know what that reaction is, Rashawn, and I don't like it. <laughs> this is going to be tough, is my reaction. <laughs> Chronicle versus Ernest and Celestine. Um. Ernest and Celestine is this incredible 2D animated movie um, based off of a series of French children's books about a little mouse named Celestine who is uh, living in a society of mice and rats that are afraid of the society of bears and she winds up befriending this big angry gruff bear that is on the outskirts of the bear (laughs) community in Ernest. and it is how their friendship, their bond, bonds together to the two communities of mice and bears. And it is really funny. It's really heartwarming. It's very sweet. Um, it has an incredible, incredible voice cast. Um, and it's just, it's, it's wonderful. So I would like to submit that as the wild card. Uh, Chronicle is one of the most slept on movies like ever, uh, starring Michael B. Jordan and Dane DeHaan, among other people. It's about it's a found footage movie where three friends stumble upon like uh, a like meteorite to oversimplify it and gain superpowers that kind of grow. And as they get their superpowers, their personalities like are heightened. Some of them become heroic. Dane DeHaan giving masterclass in a villain performance becomes a villain and so it's a found footage superhero 
movie essentially and it's so unique and 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 airtight it's like an hour and a half and the action is great uh, michael b jordan's phenomenal as always i think it's one of the most underrated movies ever uh, it's such it's such a strange niche of a movie that i think wild card is the best place for it and that's why it's there so my vote is for chronicle I'm also going to vote Chronicle, but only because I haven't seen this bear mouse movie. <laughs> it's so cute, Rhea. I have never I'll even heard it. of this. <laughs> but I'll watch it and come back and let you know. If there's one thing Bray's going to do is watch a movie. She's going to watch a movie. I feel like we were separated <laughs> at birth sometimes. She um, watch a movie, bitch. I don't want to vote. <laughs> Mel, what is your vote, Mel? Have you seen either of these movies? I, yes, Dane, Daddy, Dehan. Um, ah! Going for Chronicle. I'm sorry, Elise. It looks so cute. What? I know, I it's knew you cute. wouldn't vote for an animated movie with your Stuart little ass, so shut up. <laughs> oh! <laughs> he was animated! I know, I know there's time on the clock, but we never talked about what the issue was with Stuart Little. <laughs> right up your alley. Like we'll do it when the gauntlet's over. No, I don't understand. I don't understand. Rashawn, it's decided, but what's your vote? You still gotta vote. I would vote for Ernest and Celestine. <laughs> Rashawn, I love you. Oh well, there you go. But it doesn't matter. It matters to me. It matters. Collusion. <laughs> Finish her. Uh, okay, um, Josh, you got Speaking of Scientology, uh, Noah, <laughs> come here. Bringing in Tommy Cruise? Yes, I'm bringing in Tom Cruise for Best Supporting Actor. Okay. My God, my pick to go up against TC is another <laughs> movie star juggernaut, <laughs> and that is Josh Brolin in Men in Black 3 oh. as young Agent K. Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise in Rock of, of Ages versus Josh Brolin in Men in Black, Black 3. It, this goes beyond an impression. Like, Josh Brolin's already a good impressionist if you ever see him do SNL or funny bits. But Josh Brolin in Men in Black 3 is a young Tommy Lee Jones. It's the scariest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> He's incredible. The movie is... Uh, hear me out. Maybe better than the first one. Oh. And, and it's all, almost entirely because of Josh Brolin. Will Smith is great in all three, but my God, young Agent K changes the game. Your turn, Mel. Um, so say what you will about Rock of Ages. We have a whole episode. If you want to go listen to that and see how I feel, do it. Um, the best fucking thing about Rock of Ages is Tom fucking Cruise literally playing a 80s hair band lead singer he is no kidding you can put five top tom cruise movies on there rock of ages is going to be one of them baby he of tom, you yes of yes. tom cruise i'm said? talking performances not movie i'm talking performances <laughs> Yes, and we're not doing Mission Impossible 1, 2, 3, and then Rock of Ages. We're doing... <laughs> we're doing Let her cook. And yes. you can't say that you watched that movie and thought he wasn't good. He's f- 
phenomenal in it. Okay, fine. Let's, let's be real. Tom Cruise is good in everything. Let's let's get he, that out of the way. He is. But it's, so is Josh Brolin. So we'll vote. I don't want to vote. So we'll vote. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my vote's uh, JB, baby. I have a question. Once we put another movie there, if we were, is that just locked in? No, you can challenge until the clock runs no, out I'll- and nothing is safe. Okay, I'll vote for Josh Brolin. Because she knows she can beat it. Don't do it. Don't do it. She can try. She can try. I vote for Josh Brolin. Oh. Yes. For Sean? I was going to vote for Tom Cruise. What the fuck? (laughs) Bria. I did not think Josh Brolin was going to be up. I mean, you can still vote for Tom Cruise. But it lost. It's three to two. Hey, don't let your vote not matter, man. Your vote oh, counts. Please. Who's next? <laughs> Me. Finish her. Bria, since you're going to come for me, I'm going to come for you first. Wait a minute. <laughs> come on in here. We're talking about comedies. Okay, great. Um, bring it in Think Like a Man. And my submission for comedy is 21 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. Think like a man versus 21 Jump Street. Um, the movie that no one thought would work spawned like a ton of sequels, possibly more uh, upcoming. Do you know they were going to do a 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover? Regardless. Mm-hmm. 21 Jump Street has is funnier than it has any right to be. It's It's... It's action-packed it's charming it's got a shitload of one-liners uh it's anchored by jonah hill and channing tatum doing some of their best work especially channing tatum uh and i think it's uh, just effortlessly funny from start to finish okay um well think like a man you could say almost everything you just said but about think like a man except better because they have a cast of like 10 amazing people and they're all gorgeous and it's hilarious. Kevin Hart is in it. So funny. Regina Hall. So funny. Um, great soundtrack also. Amazing and it soundtrack. also has a sequel as well. That's just as good as the original. And it's not very often we get these black led ensemble pieces, especially after like, 2000 (laughs) so it was a very refreshing movie in 2012 and still holds up and is still very funny today uh uh, uh, on the real solid arguments from both sides so uh (laughs) he says in the argument (laughs) uh everyone else what's your votes Uh, I haven't seen Think Like a Man, so I'm going to vote for 21 Jump Street. I'm sorry, I will watch it, I promise. <laughs> you, ha- you haven't seen her rat movie. <laughs> it's a mouse. It's a mouse, Josh! <laughs> I vote for tonight, the night Ooh, I let you go. This is not so songs. good. <laughs> So good. Wait, don't sing because Mel's going to start dancing and then lose herself in the music. <laughs> it's so good. So John good. John Legend. Come on, y'all. I vote for Think Like a Man. Mela? Uh, 
<laughs> hey, I know how much you love white men. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Channing Tatum. There's a white man in Think Like a Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> there's one. <laughs> there's one. There's like there's one. There's, 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 one. there's so many in 21 Jump Street. <laughs> There's so many. Johnny Depp is the 21 Jump Street. I have a strategy. <gasps> Don't, this strategy is bonkers. Do it. Should I do it or no? What is the strategy? Do it. Chaos. Go, go, go. Carmella, give me your card. No. We'll be taking that from here. <laughs> uh, thank you. Bri and I will be confiscating that. Say it. Say it, Mel. I'm going to do 21 Jump Street. Come on. No! Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll be reporting y'all to the NAACP. <laughs> so, canceled. Consider it done. Y'all will be getting a call from the Reverend. <laughs> Finish her. Uh, okay. Uh, Snake Draft, Lacey, you're back up. Mella, come here with uh, uh, Skyfall. Oh, um. okay. Oh. <laughs> and I want to challenge you with the entire soundtrack of Pitch Perfect. There are 17 minutes left on the clock. Shut up. <laughs> Don't tell me that right before my turn. <laughs> I just, there hadn't been any updates. I just wanted to... Skyfall by Adele versus the Pitch Perfect soundtrack. Listen, I am not going to deny the impact that Skyfall had across the world. That song is iconic. It won an Oscar. It is amazing. I'm talking about acapella. Excuse me. Aka. Excuse me. Listen. The Bellas were a moment, and I am not submitting this for franchise, but this movie and its music spawned like a whole resurgence in acapella music. Um, You still cannot walk around Universal Studios or really anywhere without hearing, when I'm done, with the cup song. Real. Um, Every girl in the entire world wanted to learn how to tap on those cups at least every white girl um and i was one of them um and like i don't know i just think the soundtrack is fun i think it's actually really well sung really well performed and i think it deserves to be on the list i i do like the cup song um (laughs) (laughs) however when you put it up against skyfall it's I just didn't insane. say song. I know you the said soundtrack. the soundtrack. I you said soundtrack. You're right. Um, Aku, excuse me. I just feel like Skyfall, and I can't be alone in this. This song I heard before I even watched the movie because I am a a fucking Adele fan through and through. So this song alone got me to go to the theater to watch a fucking James Bond movie. You guys know this. And if you've been listening to the pod, you know, my ass is not going to go see a James Bond movie. And this (laughs) song alone got me to the theater. It's fucking incredible. 
puts everything into perspective as far as the movie, but it stands alone on its own. I can just listen to the song and create my own cinematic experience with just in the car. I think the same thing could be said about the Pitch Perfect soundtrack being used in the trailer and people are going to go to the movies to hear the music that they saw in the trailer. I would like to bring it to a vote. Oh, no. That was a good pitch, Lacey. I mean, obviously, Mm. I vote for Pitch Perfect. Skyfall. Only, I gotta stay true. Skyfall was my number one choice, too, so I gotta stay with it. Skyfall. My husband! Uh, I'm so sorry, Mel. Pitch Perfect. <gasps> You're fucking insane, bro. The 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 pitch off is yeah, great. The, 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 so love good. That, like in, in, in a pool, that one. It's yeah, really good, it's especially great. the first one. And then they do the one at the end. The when I see her, that's great. Yes. That's for you. It's down to me. Um. Well. I'm basing this off of what I listened to today. Oh, shit. And it's God what damn. I listen. I have not revisited Pitch Perfect since it came out. <laughs> so, Skyfall. <laughs> I'm sorry. What a fucking boring list this is. Editing Rashawn, you know what to do. <laughs> Editing Rashawn's head got cut off in the gauntlet. <laughs> Me and Lacey are down bad. Down. Carmella, I don't want to hear. I don't ever, ever want to hear Carmella say again. Oh, I hope it's not a boring list, Linda. All the boring things. I said that one time, and I haven't heard. Come on, Mayo. Come on, Mayo. Josh, shut the yes. fuck up. You won. <laughs> Bria, you're up. I'm so mad. Finish her. Let me see. 13 minutes. 13 minutes in the gauntlet. Okay, okay. What is on here? It's my turn next. Yes. Okay. I think... I think I... We are on the clock, Bria! (laughs) Okay. I'll just bring Josh... I'll just bring Josh Brolin back. We need to talk about Josh Brolin again. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. But... I know you seem to very much like his performance as Agent K. I don't but love it. You love it. That's okay. I would <laughs> I would like to bring Bruce Willis and Looper. No, don't bring it here. <sighs> okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not um, here. <laughs> I what do you feel like he's best actor? No, I was just gonna bring Looper somewhere else, but that's fine. Screenplay. Josh Brolin in Men in Black 3 versus Bruce Willis in Looper. Okay, okay. Well, I just thought he was so strong in that movie, and I had not seen Bruce Willis in a while, and I still to this day feel like he stole the show from Joseph Gordon-Levitt, who was supposed to be, like, the main character, but he just, like, gave such depth to, like, this older like seasoned version of himself um i just really loved him in that movie um josh brolin also also it's a better movie too oh god damn it hold on uh hold on <laughs> sorry are we voting are you 
I mean, same I argument. My pitch. I mean, yeah, yeah. If he you, said his pitch. We, yeah, let's vote. We got to, we're, time's on the clock. I said my pitch. Josh Brolin. Bruce Willis. Josh Brolin. I haven't seen Looper. I'm sorry. I haven't seen any of these. <laughs> All right, vibes, Mel. What do you think? Well, whose pitch did you like? I mean, for context, Lisa and Mel, they're both doing the same thing. Right, they're playing. We are on the clock, you guys. <laughs> uh, fucking Josh Brolin. Come on, dude. God damn it. Oh my god. That's that's rough. Okay. <sighs> that is rough. Finish her. Um, I would like to take uh Lacey to the gauntlet. Leave me alone. We've been so good this episode. I know, baby, and I love you so much, but <laughs> the time has come. What do you want? Uh, Zoe Kazan and Ruby Sparks, I would like to submit uh, my queen of queens, my queen of the AMC, Nicole Kidman, and the Paperboy. Mm-hmm. Zoe, Zoe Kazan and Ruby Sparks, Sparks versus Nicole Kidman and the Paperboy. She plays Charlotte on the outside. Seems like this white trash labeled as a sexual promiscuous. She's written off. Um, But Nicole Kidman, as she always does, imbues her with this strength and warmth. And she has a telekinetic orgasm with John Cusack. Mm -hmm. She pees on Zac Efron. And somehow she makes all, all this crazy stuff seem so completely human. It's Nicole Kidman's superpower. The paperboy is so trashy and torrid and pulpy, but she's at the center of it. She's the emotional anchor of the movie. And when she passes away, we are so sad that we lost her. Whoa. She's incredible. It's a great supporting actress performance. It's memorable. Look at that orgasm scene. Ah, it's so good. It's so crazy. Who would do that? Nicole Kidman. (laughs) Okay, well, I would like to talk about Zoe Kazan in Ruby Sparks. Ruby Sparks is actually the title character. She plays the title character, but she is not the main character. Ruby Sparks is the creation of a a writer, of an author who is single and makes up this dream girl, this manic pixie dream girl version that is Ruby Sparks. Main character is played by Paul Dano. And the whole movie is about him realizing he's brought this person to life and kind of dictates who she is, what she does. And Zoe Kazan does it so beautifully and effortlessly. But the main crux of the movie is when Ruby Sparks realizes that she is a fictional character. She is not her own person. Her actions are not being determined by her, but by what Paul Dano wants from her. And there's a humongous scene where she is fighting for her autonomy, fighting for her her individuality. Um, and she has to play the wanting of that while being controlled by somebody else. And it's an incredible performance. It is endearing. It's sweet. It's very understated. And it's very powerful. And it's um, I, I really think she deserves a spot on this list for it. I vote for the paper boy. Um, I haven't seen either, but one of those pitches moved me a little more. And it was the one without pissing. So Ruby Sparks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
well, that's not fair. <laughs> I like a good golden shower, so I'm gonna go. Okay. Whatever, Carmella. I fucking love that movie. Oh. Rolls. <laughs> that movie's awesome. This is. <laughs> Um, to you, Bria. Come on, Bria. Come on, Bria. We're back here with with those with those who have wronged me in the Not past. Me. Who's with you in the trenches? But think like a man. Right. I'm going with the paper boy. <laughs> but I haven't seen Ruby Spurs, uh, so. Lacey, don't hate me. <laughs> Finish her. So I would like to bring uh, Josh into the gauntlet. I'm so sorry I voted for you, but I'm bringing in Pitch Perfect against 21 Jump Street. You oh. dirty little slut. You dirty little slut. Whoa. Did this strategy work out for supporting actor? <laughs> I don't know, Mel. Um, <sighs> this, was, this was like a veer off the strategy, but we're back. Five minutes. I'd like to take everything that Lacey said and put it into my pitch. <laughs> Fuck you, you stupid slut! Such an eloquent bitch, and I love it! <laughs> 21 Jump Street versus Pitch Perfect. When Pitch Perfect came out, it was in theaters forever. People loved it. It's anytime you go to a hotel, it's on the TV still. Um, I so I'm saying it's still years later on TV and on fucking like people still dig Pitch Perfect. It was Twenty Jump Street is streaming on Voodoo. Whirlwind. So now what? Pitch Perfect came in and took swept the nation, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> And truly is a funny movie. It is, it's like a, it is its own bracket of comedy to me. And I think it does it incredibly. Uh, it's really going to come down to voters. Who's funnier? Jonah Hill or Ben Platt? Like, what are we talking about? Ben Platt and Pitch Perfect is like insane. We're not, no. we're not doing Dear Evan Hansen. We're doing Pitch Perfect. Are we talking about his voice or his comedic chops? Because literally both. He's 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 funny, but he's not Jonah Hill funny. Wouldn't the correlation be Anna Kendrick and Britney Snow? Yes. No. Just think about like Jonah Hill versus Ben Platt. Like, who would you rather watch in a comedy? Depends on the comedy. Yeah. What do you mean? It depends on the comedy. He is very good in Pitch Perfect. Let's vote. I know where this vote is going. <laughs> We're running out of time. We're running out of time. Uh, I'm going pitch perfect. Oh. What about Ice Cube? Oh, yeah. Okay. Pitch perfect, but fuck you, Carmella. <laughs> Thanks, Lacey. Finish him. Did we go back? I'm not going to get another chance, huh? Three minutes left in the gauntlet. How long? Three minutes. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I wasn't ready for this. I'm all pass! <laughs> oh. Okay, pass, 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 pass. 
Uh, fuck. Uh, Lacey comes to the gauntlet. I'm so sorry. You stupid slut. Uh, screenplay. I love Francis Ha, but I am submitting Stephen Chopsky for Perks of Being a Wallflower. Ooh. You asshole. Francis Ha versus the Perks of Being a Wallflower. Uh, a book ad- adaptation uh, is really, really hard, but he brings really, really deep heart and pain and also bittersweet uplift in this movie. There's three great performances that really make this That has nothing sing. to do with screenplay. It does, because that's what they have to use to perform. <laughs> <laughs> the source material is great. It's adapted great. It's one of my favorite books of all time, and the screenplay only enhances that. It's great. Yeah. Bringing perks against Lacey is like crazy. <laughs> I know, but that's all I got. All, all alliance and allegiance we had, I hate you. I'm done today. <laughs> I know. You are know. evil. Um, Francis Ha. Francis Ha is one of the debuts of Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig working together. It is an amazing coming of age story um, that is everything that you come you've come to expect from Noah and Greta it is awkward and charming and uncomfortable and annoying and I mean an incredible cast since we can talk about that with Greta Gerwig and Adam Driver and it's it's wonderfully performed it's quaint it's sweet it's quirky it's sad it's a it's just the epitome of a coming-of-age film um so that's my submission for Francis Hall. Uh, perks. Them little teen movies aren't for me, so Francis Hall. That's my vote. It's not just a little teen movie them little, the screenplay. Them little cutesy-wootsy ones. The screenplay are. is so much more than that. Have you seen Francis it? Hall. Perks? Yes, I've seen these both. So then how could you say that if you've seen it? Oh, took that to heart. <laughs> um, oh, man. I like both. I know. I really like both, too. I'm going to vote Francis. More Francis. <laughs> I'm going to go Perkies. See? Lacey won. You don't have to be mad at me. <laughs> Finish him! What time is it? We got that for one more real quick. You got 43 seconds on the clock. Bitch. Bria. Bria. Quick, call one. We got to get Josh Brolin out of here. What? No, we don't. (laughs) 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 Okay, I'm going to pass. I can't think of another another movie right now. Next. Wait, so it's my turn? Yeah, go, go. Oh, okay. Josh Brolin, get in here. What? Whatever it is, I'm voting for it. <laughs> Anything? Bring your mouse movie back. Anything? <laughs> uh, I would like to submit Andy Circus for The Hobbit. What the fuck? Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> if I win, I win. If I lose, I win. Uh, that is our last. <laughs> that is our last battle. No, I need. It's to okay. Vote. You're fine. You're fine. You're fine. No, it's it's fo- football uh, rules. So this last play goes. Uh, this last play goes into effect. Josh Brolin in Men in Black Three versus Andy Serkis in The Hobbit. 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 Hobbit.
Gollum is one of the most iconic characters <laughs> of all time, played by Andy Serkis. The Academy didn't give him the recognition recognition he deserved for this role. He changed the game with CGI performance. He changed the game for voice acting. Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. Because he's not good in this Have you, seen, <laughs> have you guys seen Josh Brolin's jawline? It goes crazy. What did you say? I said, because he's not good in this one. It's not his best. It's not his best. We have to get Josh Brolin out. Two Towers is his best performance. What happened? When did I hurt you? Why did you just decide to turn on me today? His jaw? Especially his profile. Like, if you guys look at Josh Brolin's he's profile, his jaw goes what crazy. He looks like. Mm, not that crazy. <laughs> because I've already talked about his performance. He's incredible. He's literally Tommy Lee Jones. It's bananas. Watch watch Men in Black 1 and then jump to Men in Black 3. It's the same character. It's fucking crazy. He ain't no Tommy Lee. <laughs> he is. He's young Agent K. He's young Agent K. Andy Serkis. Josh Brolin. <laughs> Gollum. Um... Uh... I vote for Josh Brolin. What? Bria. Oh, well, Bria. Bria. I'm going Andy Circus. Boo. Boo you, Rashawn. Boo. Whatever. You. <laughs> Whatever. I love the Hobbit. Finish him. That's over. We had an entire middle block that was just untouched. It's <laughs> yeah. just too good. We didn't even touch. I'm happy you didn't bring Sinister. Well, clearly, that would have been a wasted round. <laughs> Who did say Cabin in the Woods for horror? Amela um, did. I did. I wanted to challenge yeah. that. So there wasn't big. It wasn't a big horror movie year. No. Um, VHS, you guys, is so good. Yeah, oh, VHS is great. Uh, so good. I would have lost that, but I was going to bring VHS. But there was like three options. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got a winner. I said we got a winner. We got a winner. Our champions for the 2012 movie Gauntlet are director Ben Zietland for Beast of the Southern Wild. Drama, we have The Master. In comedy, we have Pitch Perfect. In action, we have The Raid Redemption. In horror, we have The Cabin in the Woods. Thriller is Haywire. Our franchise entry is The Hunger Games. Our animation is Paranorman. Our wild card is Chronicle. Our actor is Denzel Washington in Flight. Our actress is Marion Cotillard in Rust and Bone. Our supporting actor is Andy Serkis in The Hobbit in Unexpected Journey. Our supporting actress is Nicole Kidman in The Paperboy. Our screenplay is Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig for Francis Ha. And our below the line is Skyfall by Adele. Thoughts, comments, concerns. There was one I told myself that I was uh, going to do Avengers for franchise unless Hunger Games got brought in. I was going to just cause chaos and bring in um, Twilight Saga Breaking Part. Yeah. Breaking Dawn Part 2. I was too. <laughs> that would have been nutty. <laughs> I would have voted for you, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I I totally thought you were going to. I was like, I gotta say Hunger Games before this bitch brings in Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> also, shouts out to my actress, Naomi Watts in The Impossible. That's a, that's a movie right there. I had 
Zero Dark Thirty is my backup. Smashed with Mary Elizabeth Winstead, an actress, if Marion got booted. Uh, Magic Mike. I did not think stood a chance, <laughs> but... Yeah. Where would you put that? Where where is that though? Is that a comedy? Is that a but drama? he's good in that. It was either going to be in Wild Card yeah. or yeah. supporting actor for Matthew. Yeah. I had a couple documentaries, but I wasn't sure how those were how those would fit. So this was a strong animated year. I noticed. Mm-hmm. Wreck yeah. Ralph. I had Wreck It Ralph. I had, I had Brave. Like right. Mm-hmm. Like this is a really strong Frank animated year. Frank and Weenie. <laughs> Frankenweenie. Mm. Not a lot of thrillers, so I think that's why no one really bothered. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. I also had End of Watch. Yeah, dude, that movie goes. Yeah. Safe House, too. Here's here's what I was talking to Lacey about before this. Would The Impossible be considered a thriller? Because it's thrilling. Yes. I said it was yeah, a drama. I would, st- I would stick with that. Because it's more so to the aftermath of everything, I think. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. End of Watch was my thriller pick, but I wasn't confident that it would be seen as a thriller. It's like action thriller. It's like definitely yeah. that. Thriller's tricky. Thriller is kind of its own little sub wild card. It really depends on the person. I don't know. I don't know. And I don't think anybody has seen it. But the, the five-year engagement was my comedy choice. And I, I have seen that. Yeah. I have seen that. I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. I would have brought Emily Blunt. Yeah. yeah. She's, She's good really in good. She's really good in it. She's really good in Looper, man. She's incredible in Looper. Yes. Need a romantic comedy like subcategory on here. Yeah, Rashawn. Oh, that's yeah. what a fucking wild card is for. <laughs> 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 okay, all right, all right. Revisions will be made. It's just such a different category than drama, well, you know? Yeah. I also think depending on the year, too, you could have it and not have it. Because, like, every yes. year, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. doesn't have, like, romantic comedies. Yeah. My backup below the line was VFX for Life of Pi. Shouts mm. out to that big mm. fucking tiger. Mm. The tiger. Yeah. I had Bradford Young for cinematography for Middle of Nowhere. Bradford Young's just a really great black DP. And I think it doesn't get a lot of love. I had Lawless for um, Below the Line for their wardrobe. Oh. Yeah. That was, like, really cool. Timepiece. All right. Has anyone seen Bachelorette? Yes. No. Yes, I love that movie. That was 2012? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have brought that. It's a good it's one. It's like a dark bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> With Kiki, right? Yes, Kiki Dunst. Um, Bria, how you feel? You you're the first guest that has been in a gauntlet with us. You know, I feel good. I'm I accomplished what I came here to do. I had two goals. Hunger Games and keep Josh Brolin off this list. And <laughs> and we did it, Joe. Check, check. <laughs> we did it. Also, shouts out to Bria for bringing a Raid movie. Like, yes. Fuck yeah. Was... If you guys haven't seen any of the Raid movies, they go insanely hard. I was so happy. They're great. I had Skyfall. But as soon as you put the raid, I was like, I'm not touching that fight. <laughs> so I had I had I had Chronicle and she said the raid. I, was like, <laughs> I show people like YouTube clips. Please, everybody go watch Ernest and Celestine. Yes. Yes. We're going to find it. We're going to find Ernest and Celestine and watch <laughs> both. It's, it's, very, it's very good. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
Bria, thank you so much. Let people who might be big fans of you after this episode, and even the ones who won't be, let them know where to find you. What is my name on social? Actually, I think it's Bria Celeste on Twitter. Bria Celeste also on Instagram. Um, You can follow me, see all my crazy thoughts online. And Air Fryer and Me, is that? Oh, yes. Yeah, I have two cookbooks, Air Fryer and Me and Air Fryer Essentials. Um, If you want to, you know, start cooking up in your air fryer, go ahead and buy those. Linked on my um, Twitter and on my Instagram. Mm, yes y'all if you like food porn <laughs> goodness <Follow> gracious her. <laughs> goodness gracious yeah I'm, I'm big on the porn <laughs> and food <laughs> and food <laughs> hey y'all awesome thank you again for being here we really enjoyed having you so thank you so much thank you guys so much I can't wait to hear this episode yeah. you gotta come back I'll be back <laughs> That is it for this Movie Gauntlet episode of When Cinephiles Attack. We would love if you like, rate, review us on Apple Podcasts. Find this and all of our episodes on Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, anywhere you get your shows. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at CinephileAttack. And if you have a suggestion for a new episode, a gauntlet year, showdown, or you just want to show us some love, email us at WhenCinephilesAttack at gmail.com. From Rashawn. Mella. Josh. Lacey and Bria. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening, and we will see you at the next conference. Bye. Peace.